Can two smart people who respect each other have a courteous conversation on an issue in which they have diametrically opposed positions? That's what we aim to find out on this bonus episode of This Week in the CLE, the news podcast from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. I'm Chris Quinn, and I am joined by columnist Ted Diadon and Layla Tassi, who have differing opinions on the subject of renaming the Indians. They've both written columns about it. They both are trying to enlighten their readers. And today we're going to have them debate their positions with courtesy and respect, which they show for each other. I, uh, I'm a longtime fan of both of these columnists. I've worked with Layla for pretty much the entirety of her career. I've written about my fondness for her writing and her ferociousness when she's pursuing a topic, but she's also one of the most empathetic people I know. Ted Diadon is another person whose writing I could not respect more. I think he became an editor far too early in his career. He should have done more writing that he deprived us all of. He's one of the guys who hired me back in the 90s when I came to The Plain Dealer. And while I often don't agree with his positions, I greatly appreciate the gentle way he conveys his thoughts. He doesn't beat you on the head. He explains his positions in a very civil manner, something we need more of. So let's uh, let's get this started. Uh, Ted, your column ran first, so I'm going to go to you first. Can you give a brief rundown of the fundamentals of your position on the idea of renaming the Indians? Uh, really, what it boiled down to was uh, uh, disagreeing with the fact that this was being rammed down uh, our throats. You know that the uh, uh, Paul Dolan promised when he got rid of Chief Wahoo that the name was going to stick. And uh, that lasted about a, a year and a half or two and a half from when they first made that decision. And I just think that there's a very small and vocal minority has uh, stampeded people into uh, re, you know, getting rid of perfectly good words and renaming things all over the place and knocking down, uh, you know, not just Confederate statues, but statues of, so many, you know, good people. And, and I, I just think that it's, it's gone too far and, and it enrages me that they're going to knock the name out. I think it doesn't speak for the bulk of, of the Indians, according to polls that I, that I've seen. And uh, it's just a, a, a political correctness run rampant. Okay. Layla, you, your column ran a couple of days later. Actually, you had a veiled swipe at Ted's column in his <laughs> position. Uh, gentle, courteous, not anything uh, horribly offensive. So yes, can, some people, some people, Chris, might have called my column a wrongheaded rant. But not by name, but not by name. So well, Layla, Ted, how about I want to begin by making it clear, Ted, you have always been a dear colleague. I enjoy our conversations so much. You've been so supportive to me over the years, and especially when I was just a rookie in this business. So I just want to preface this by saying no matter what we talk about today, I have so much respect for you and your right to your opinions, even if I think they're wrongheaded. <laughs> okay, so, well, let's, so let's lay out the fundamentals of your position later. All right. Well, so I approached my column through an experience that I had in 2006 when I, when I wrote about this young girl who happened to be of Apache and Winnebago heritage uh, named Feather Shendo. And she had helped me see just how racist Chief Wahoo and the team name are. 
And these were things I had never, ever thought about before. Um, you know, I was raised in this area and it had never crossed my mind. And since then, you know, what I've come to understand is that locally, the members of the Native American population in Cleveland, who I've been in contact with over the years, say that they are offended by Chief Wahoo and the team name. They say it's blasphemous to their culture, to their spirituality, and it perpetuates this antiquated stereotype of Native Americans that frankly, saturates our perception of indigenous people. It doesn't leave any room for us to understand who they are as a community today. We just always default to this image of a savage warrior, war-painted, tomahawk-wielding savages. I mean, that imagery is exactly what made them appealing as sports mascots. But ask any of these people who claim that the mascot is honoring Native Americans what else they know about Native Americans. And probably the answer is not much. So and further, I wanted to just say, you know, one Native American activist years ago pointed out to me that the feathers and headdresses that come to mind when we think of, quote, Indians carry deeply spiritual significance. It symbolizes trust and honor and strength and wisdom. And these are these feathers are earned. The feathers of a chief's war bonnet carry even deeper significance. So imagine how it must feel to see sports fans wearing these spiritual items while drinking beer and cheering for a baseball team, sometimes with their faces painted red like Wahoo, who Ted huh? referred to as the smiling little fellow who had okay. adored the uniform. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> uh, do me, uh, we will get to Wahoo, but for, for now, I'd like to stick with the team, sure. the team name. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you have to acknowledge they are they are tied together these two things they are yeah, you know. i'll agree i'll agree with that too layla you're, you know the, the little kid that you talked about or when you're a little kid then that was a very poignant story where she uh, visited the you know where was it somewhere in washington dc or virginia yeah she was made to feel like the enemy and that that was but i don't th i don't think that because you can feel for her and because there have been terrible things done over years. No, nobody doubts that to, you know, Native Americans. You know, that doesn't mean that you have to throw everything out. I mean, what do you make of the many, many Native Americans who, who like the name? And, and uh, you know, the, my inbox was full of people who said they'd been to reservations and they'd been to casinos and people are wearing the, you know, the Native Americans are wearing the gear all over the place. Uh, there was a... Uh, there was a, a friend of mine whose name I won't use because I didn't get her permission, but she said she was on my Facebook page. She was consulted with the uh, Shawnee tribe when they were looking for a casino site in Ohio. And she said they didn't find Indian or tribe offensive at all. In fact, they were surprised how many names of cities and towns around here have Indians names. And, and they felt it was an honor that the Cleveland baseball team was named the Indians. Yeah, Layla, but before you answer, so yeah, so there have been polls that have had plenty of Native Americans who say they're not offended. In Florida State University, they've actually worked with the Seminole tribe, which approves of the use of the the, the nickname Seminoles. So so when you say that Native Americans are offended by it, you, you're not saying all Native Americans are offended by it, because as Ted points out, there's a good number uh, who are not? How do sure. you how do you address well, that? Sorry. I, I want your fellow editorial board member Eric Foster. I thought made a terrific argument in his recent column when he pointed out that 
A, the sample size of those polls is questionable. And B, when you look at the survey that sampled the greatest number of people, the results showed that a plurality, if not a majority, of Native American respondents are offended. That it was 49% found the Washington Redskins name to be offensive, 38% said they were not bothered by it, and the rest were undecided. But also, these polls surveyed 500 people, 1,000 people who identify as Native American. That means 380 people out of 1,000 said that they're not bothered by the team name. There are many, many, many young Native American people, such as 25-year-old Feather Shendo, who I wrote about, who are a hell of a lot more socially conscious than their parents or their grandparents. And many of them were not included in the survey. I'll note that one of the polls that was mentioned was conducted in the early 2000s when Heather was only nine years old. And are we saying that they and their children have to endure these empirically racist stereotypes for the rest of their lives just because 380 people once said they're not bothered by them? All right, I get, I get the feeling, Ted, that Layla is calling you and me the old guys on the porch here because only young people's <laughs> opinion matters. And that, I'm yeah, troubled by the, the ageism going on here. But be a day when, when, young, when the young people today, their opinion will be all that matters one day because all right, all right, we all will be gone. Well, we'll let, be gone. Let, me, let me respond. I'm sorry. Go let ahead. Let me respond to the, to the poll issue, though. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to play, like I said to Eric, I don't want to play you know, my poll is better than your poll, but, you know, there were. <laughs> Three of them that all kind of said the same thing, and and uh, you know, yeah, the one was 2004, but the uh, the second most recent one was in 2016, and it was done by the Washington Post, who is not known far and wide as a conservative uh, bastion, and uh, you know, there was no doubt in my mind that they conducted that poll it was about the Redskins name, mm -hmm. did that poll to blow up the other one, and they found to their chagrin that. Uh, that that nine out of ten people were not offended. Then then it was followed up in 2019, and mm -hmm. none of us know all the you know the the details of how the polls were conducted. But right, we all agree that there's polls are are a sampling of of uh, of a you know a very small percentage of of a greater number, and, and you know you can either believe it or not. But the Washington Post certainly didn't go in there with the idea of, of trying to prove that there was nothing wrong with the Redskins. And they, right. I, I was going to go into this a little bit later because okay. it was an element of your comment, but I'm going to go into it now. Your, your argument was that a vocal minority is going to steer this issue despite the wishes of a bigger, a much bigger majority in which right. Layla is not quite agreeing with, but, but, but apart from the numbers, we're in a country that was founded based on the principle of protecting mm -hmm. that minority. It's why the U.S. Senate has two members per state so that that the big numerous states don't get to to lord it over. And if if there is a minority of people who find this to be enormously offensive, isn't it kind of our principle in this nation to protect that minority? We, the Constitution doesn't provide for you not to be offended. You know, it provides for opportunities and for, uh, and for you know, for safety. And, and uh, you know, there are many good rules to keep people from abusing or otherwise uh, harming people in, in the minority. This is a name of a, of a team sport, of a, of a team that's been with us for more than 100 years, well-loved by people in Cleveland and, you know, Layla talked about the guy, the drunk guys with their faces 
painted red. You know, there's, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of people who, who offend me at ball games that don't have anything to do with, you know, with, uh, <laughs> anything else, you know, but, you know, but the thing is that it doesn't, you know, the, the, the right not to be offended is becoming, is, is sort of taking us over to our de- detriment, I think. Layla? I, I disagree with that. You know, Ted, you brought up things uh, in your columns such as, um, you know, the, the use of the word o- team owner, that phrase, yeah. and uh, changing that to proprietor. And the, the, I felt like the tone of that part of it was clearly that you were saying that that's a hypersensitivity. And I feel yeah, like there is nothing... That, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, there is nothing wrong with being sensitive and being empathetic to to things like that baked into our culture that cause people pain. I mean, what's it to us? You know, what's it? What? I mean, I get it. People have long standing, you know, uh, history with Chief Wahoo or the team name. But but just think about we're talking about a marginalized population with a long history of persecution in this country. They deserve our empathy. If, if yeah. a plurality of Native Americans say the team names and mascots are offensive, and if our own local Native American population have been so offended that they've been willing to protest outside the stadium for decades and be spit on by, you know, angry fans just to be heard, then let's listen. Now is the moment, man. Now is right, the moment. All right, you got you got to let Ted get a word in edgewise here. The <laughs> old people lose our train of thought here. <laughs> I walked by those people on opening days for years and years, and there were a couple of dozen people out there, and and uh, they weren't even all from Cleveland. So I don't know that that represents necessarily the uh, you know the the all the Native Americans or the bulk of them in the Cleveland area. But I'll tell you, you, you said what's wrong with. Uh, with being empathetic to, you know, to people. And, and, and you're right. I mean, I don't, I don't wear Wahoo myself. I never did because I don't really like to go out uh, looking for, you know, ways to make people feel bad. You know, so I, so I really, I, I hardly ever were not for a long time anyway, years, decades, but I don't want people telling me that I can't, you know, yeah. I, that okay. really, it's my go. I, you know, if, if I don't, if I want to respect the people and I don't want to make them feel bad, that's my decision. If you do, that's yours. If uh, somebody else wants to wear Wahoo and, and if the uh, if the team wants to come, wants to have the mascot, I don't think that you know that the, the that a group of people who have decided that we all ought to be offended and that isn't allowed to be done, you know, it's, it's a First Amendment issue among many other things, and I resent people inflicting their. Uh, their ideas of what's right and wrong on me. Okay. There, All right. I, 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 I do have a couple. Can I, of, can I respond I, to that? You, I, st- you started it. He responded. There right, are a few bye. other areas I, I do <laughs> want to have a discussion about. And we're going to run out of time. So we're in this moment of very, very rapid social progress, or maybe some people wouldn't see it as progress, but, but we, we're making a quantum leap forward suddenly in thinking about social justice in a way that we haven't seen really since the late 60s, early 70s, all in the aftermath of the killing of George Floyd. So part of that is people threatening to boycott companies that they don't think are embracing these changes. And one of the reasons the Redskins ownership changed its position on a dime 
is because their biggest sponsor, FedEx, sent them a one sentence thing saying, we think you need to, to think about this. Facebook is getting hammered right now by all sorts of boycotting. So in the end, the Indians, seeing what happened in Washington, seeing what's going on, realize they could lose a lot of money. If all of a sudden people are looking at the Indian's name as, as, as a social ill, people could stop spending money with them, could go to progressive insurance who, for whom their field is named for and stop, stop using their insurance. Is, is the economic factor here, does it take precedent over everything else? Is, I guess what I'm getting at is, is this debate even worth having when this comes down to economics? And when you're a mid-market team, you can't afford to lose that money. Ted, you go first. Oh, uh, well, sure. Economics should play a role and it ought to be up to the up to the, uh, you know, the ownership to, to make the decisions that it needs to make to, to remain viable. So, you know, that is a that is a, a, a serious concern. And I don't have anything against people uh, using the boycott to, uh, to, to uh, you know, you know, get their points across. I do think the uh, social media terrorism has has. Uh, you know, kind of overwhelm things and have gotten, uh, you know, the, these things take on a, a power that they never used to have, you know, for ill or, or, uh, or good, you know, but uh, if that's, if they feel like that's going to hurt their business and they have to make that decision, that doesn't mean I have to like it and be for it. And I've heard from tons and tons. I mean, I can't tell, I'm way behind them answering my emails from people who said, thank goodness you, you expressed my point of view. And I know this is going to have an impact on on uh, on people, you know, saying that plus the way the uh, baseball handled the the, uh, the reopening. I think it's going to be a tough time for baseball and especially for baseball in Cleveland. Layla, is this is this a debate that really doesn't matter because it comes down to economics and the Indians can't afford to lose the money? Well, uh, to kind of piggyback on what Ted was saying, I, I mean, I think social media has amplified the voices of the marginalized, and I think corporate sponsors are reading the room on that. And, um, but I mean, on a personal level, I think it's kind of gross that that's that that would be the force that that you know drives change. That it come boils down to economics. I mean, in my mind, this this is about uh, social evolution and kindness and doing the right thing. Uh, but whatever it takes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. The tyranny or the minority, I think. <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. So it, it, this does come down to a baseball team name. This doesn't, this isn't about the, the battling the life and death of the coronavirus and the debate over whether people should wear masks because they could save lives. It's, it's not about police and and whether they have an, a long-held bias against minority populations. We are talking about a baseball team name. Is, is this worth fighting for? And I guess I'm directing this to you, Ted. Or is it just smarter if, if this name does offend some number of people? Just change it. What, what is the, why is it worth fighting for something as seemingly insipid as a baseball team name? Yeah, I, I kind of want to say this is this is a you know a last straw kind of thing piled on top of things that have have uh, angered, annoyed, and frustrated conservatives for over quite a long time here now. Uh, but I don't, you know, I don't know that that's true. I think I think that you know the out 
the re the response to the idea of changing the name would have been strong 10 years ago before you know you know back you know before anybody ever heard of George Floyd uh, I th I think it's it's important from a societal and, and a, a personal history kind of thing so many of the of the emails I got were from people who talked about going to ball games with their dad and growing up and the and the plane dealer used to have uh, a picture of Chief Wahoo up on the, above the uh, above the you know the masthead you know with a sad Chief Wahoo when the Indians lost and a happy one when when they oh God really oh yeah that. yeah it was that was yeah that oh, was man. and and the cartoons you know I mean it was you know they had a picture of him you know they had a, a big uh, you know uh, wow thing of him I, on top of the municipal stadium you probably saw that. Yeah, they have it at the museum. Okay, so yeah. so and this is more directed at Layla, but but so let's get into the Wahoo. I got to tell you, uh, I get it for people who grew up here that they they found that to be some traditional endearing symbol. From anybody that didn't grow up here, for the most part, that they, that I've talked to, they all looked at that as like one of the most racist things I've ever seen. I still cannot believe it survived as long as it did. But but I take issue a little bit, Layla, with what you said at the start that Wahoo. And the Indians' name are hugely intertwined. They they did get rid of Wahoo. They did mm -hmm. finally, after a long struggle, say, "Okay, okay, okay, we get it. We're getting rid of it." I, I I'd like to hear your argument for why the the name of the Indians is as offensive as that that character that character was. Because I'm I'm not seeing that. I'm not arguing in favor of the Indians. I just I I think there's a matter of degree. And you seem to be an absolutist here, which is kind of unlike you. So I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Well, you know, I'll, uh, I'll tap back into uh, an argument that I read in Eric Foster's column, which I thought was very astute, where he said that, uh, you know, that the, the, the word Indians itself is somewhat pejorative when you think about the history of it, uh, when Christopher Columbus thought he had discovered, uh, thought he had arrived in India. Um, which so it's completely historically inaccurate, and it's not the preferred uh, term that Native Americans would choose. Um, so there's that, and uh, you know, but beyond that, it's it's still just the you know separate Wahoo out. You still have, I mean, Indians are still the mascot of this team, even if it's not the red faced caricature of Chief Wahoo. No, it's and, the block. It's the block C is now the symbol of the team. The there symbol, is no, but, but, but there's no vestige of an image. <laughs> Are still, are still the, you know, the mascot. I mean, when you think of what, what is this team? They are the Indians. What comes to mind? It's all of the stereotypes came, come crush, you know, crashing uh, into mind. And those are the things that, that, you know, Native Americans have told me um, they find deeply offensive because they, they are blasphemous to their, their spirituality and their heritage. So I'm going to believe that, that that's true. Um, and I mean, the, the, like I said, I, 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 it never, I was completely agnostic on this topic until this young girl pointed this out to me about 14 years ago. And ever since then, anytime this topic has come up, anytime Wahoo or the Indians have, you know, arisen into a conversation, um, I have I've taken that opportunity to, to pass along the wisdom that this young girl uh, gave to me because I, I, you know, it's a voice that deserves to be heard, and and I'll stop there. <laughs> I, I don't, do you equate the the 
the Wahoo logo, do you see an argument that they are equally offensive or do you see a matter of degree between the two? No, I, I think there's a matter of degree. I, I get the objection to, to Wahoo. I object to red. I, I, I understand the, uh, you know, the red Sambo thing. You know, I, I can't believe the the you know the word the nickname Redskins has been around as long as it has, especially in Washington D.C. Mm-hmm. That has stayed with us, and I I understand why people think that's offensive. I don't think Indians has that level of offense at all. I, although I got one of the emails I got was a guy who said, "Yeah, why would you want to name a." baseball team after a guy who uh, was such a bad navigator he didn't even know what side of the world he was on so, <laughs> you know it was kind of you know to, to uh, eric's point but the uh but i you know i mean layla what do you think of the florida state seminoles does that bother you too or is it yeah i think i i i think they all should be changed even though the tribe has has worked with florida state and they're they're all in on it I mean, I, I think that if if the Native American population feels, uh, you know, that they are offended, which I I do believe that that's probably the you know um, true, I, I think they should be. I think that they should be changed. I think that we should all just do the right thing and uh, and not use people as mascots. All right, I got I got two other, Braves too. I got I got yeah the yes. Braves the Tomahawk. Totally, totally. I got two other points I want to make. Uh, Ted, the the Indians' name has not worked for them. They haven't had a championship in fifty plus <laughs> years. So, isn't isn't there some argument to be made that by coming up with a new exciting name, a new exciting mascot and logo, y- you might appeal to the next generation of baseball fans? Which baseball has had a little bit of trouble winning over younger fans. Football has been more preeminent in that, and basketball. Isn't there a plus to doing this to to kind of a rebirth of the team? I don't know about that. You know, maybe. You know, I I don't I don't think for I think most of the people and anybody who wrote to me who identified who who they were and how old they were were all older folks, not as old as I am, but you know, a lot of a lot of them were were older people. So you know, so the young generation coming up, you know, they don't have the feel for baseball that all of us did anyway but uh uh you know changing the name to me is just a kind of a a disassociation with the history that so many people around here feel and uh i think it'll have a a very negative effect on on the fans like i said for the round table this week you know the sports sports fans notoriously have have short memories and uh, i think the dolans better hope that's true Okay, so I think we all agree that this is a fait accompli. They're not saying it is, but everybody knows it is. The, yeah, the team, yeah, the no team's doubt, name. Right. So let's end this on somewhat of a more positive note. Uh, and I'd like to ask each of you what you think the team name should be. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I I gotta say, when when this started to fly, going back to the spiders, kind of creepy. I hate spiders. I love the idea of the guardians. Those those uh, great stone figures on the ends of the bridge downtown. I thought that was cool. Like you could make a nice logo out of that, nice nice symbol out of that. But really, I'd like to hear what you think. If the name is going to change, you know, Terry Pluto told me somebody suggested to him, why don't we go simple and just call it the Cleveland Baseball Club, and balls and bats would be the symbols. It's like okay, that's pretty simple. So 
So come on, you kind of expect this question was coming. You're journalists. <laughs> somebody ought to, somebody said they ought to change the name to uh, the, the Murder Hornets. So. <laughs> I think the Guardians Guardians is probably the coolest of the options that are being seriously vetted. I think the Naps is sort of lame. I mean, I don't think we should name the team after any one player that, you know, I don't know. I think that's kind of strange. What about the Cleveland Rocks? The Rocks? Those are are so... (laughs) Cleveland Rockers. Well, the Rockers, wasn't that a WNBA team that we worked at? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that's... That wouldn't be a good thing to follow, I don't think. I mean, rocks. Yeah. I don't know yeah, if it's an inanimate. Is an inanimate object really the thing we want our baseball team to be named after? Well, the, the rock. The, um, you know, the, the great, you know, the the pool of names that won't offend somebody is diminishing every day. So. Oh, yeah. stop, Ted. No, there's plenty of things you could call them the walleyes or any number of that fish. Would be, that would be horrible. Yeah, but- <laughs> so what's your idea then? It's going to change. What do you want? Ted? I don't have an idea that I like, to be honest. I like- if, I had to, if I had to pick one, I'd say the tribe, and and, uh, and Layla wouldn't like that either. But it, no you know, it means, the tribe can mean lots of different things. They're, I know they're not going to do that, though, so. The tribe, though, emanates from Native Americans. I don't see how that is even an option. All right, and Layla, you think, from all the ones you've heard, you think Guardians? I think Guardians is cool, but I've, I also like uh, Corey Schaefer's uh, public officials number one. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> all right, just to, just to end on a, on a conciliatory note, I'll go with Guardians. Okay. Well, look, thank you, Ted. Thank you, Layla. I appreciate you bringing such a spirited argument to this. I think it'll be helpful for people to hear uh, you know, from the other side. If you feel like the name should be changed, hearing Ted's arguments for why it shouldn't be, it's interesting and vice versa. So thank you very much. Thanks for people for listening this week in the CLE will have its regular episode.